0: everybody welcome back to another podcast episode Maddie and I are here and we're excited to join you again happy Monday or whatever day you are listening to this podcast episode I don't know I'm really feeling like amazing today because we are over 300 downloads on yeah. the podcast
1: so 300 downloads oh within a
0: month it's crazy Absolutely crazy. Thank you so
1: much. We are we're really excited about this because we really didn't know how the podcast would go. Like we were so excited to start it and everything, but then we were kinda like, well, we're not like super we're not like this big ministry or anything, so we didn't really know how it would go. But three hundred downloads within a month. Thank
0: you guys so much. Mm -hmm. We cannot believe it. Yeah, we definitely appreciate just all of the people who have listened and oh my goodness, it like uh, my mind is just blown. I think I checked it this morning and it, it was already over 300. It was like 320, I want to say, or something mm-hmm. around there. And I have gotten messages um, from friends, from people, and seeing people follow who I don't even know, like, that maybe are not even on our social media platforms. I guess that's been the craziest thing. Like, people are finding us just through the podcast alone Mm -hmm. without even going to the social media pages or the blog or any of that. So, oh my goodness. Thank you guys so much. We're so excited. And I'm, like, clapping over here. Maddie's like, stop moving your hands. But... We're excited to be joining you. However, we are, uh, we're going to be digging, what do I want to say, Maddie? Digging very, very deep today and talking about ministry. Mm -hmm. My advice, quit now. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Don't quit. But I think that that can be our attitude A lot Mm -hmm. of times in ministry is like, oh my gosh, this person has once again failed me, has once again let me down, they're not showing up, or they show up late, or (laughs) this, or they don't bring what they're supposed to, or whatever, you know, and it's just, they don't answer texts, they don't call me back. I mean, the list goes on and on and on, and it can be so discouraging. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, oh my goodness. There have been times in ministry where I have had days where I genuinely do want to Quit, you know yeah and not just because oh like it's super hard and you know difficult and all that stuff but just for the simple fact of that people don't want it yeah or that it seems that way most Mm -hmm. of the time and I would say probably 90 percent of the time that I've spent doing ministry so far I think both of us especially with the few dealing with teen girls and all this stuff it is so challenging and just trying to post and also trying to be super involved in the group and pour ourselves into that first and foremost obviously because that's Mm -hmm. where we started we truly believe that discipleship and all of that happens in a small group and that that's important but then there are those times where i'm just like you know what We're not reaching, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people. We aren't getting all these likes and comments. And, you know, like, are people really seeing it? All this stuff just goes through your head. And there are those days it feels like you're not going to make it through with a victory. Does that make sense? That we're not going to come out of this thing and it be a reward. It just mostly feels like it's draining us and it's so discouraging and disappointing. And we want to give you some hope today in that because. I myself have had to learn that hard lesson and I don't think that I fully like actually um, began to grasp all that Jesus has called me to in that part of ministry Mm -hmm. um, just because it is so difficult and it's against what we want and obviously it challenges what we're being called to as well. So I want to give you hope today. Um, Maddie and I are going to share some ministry stories with you about how it's been disappointing, it's been hard, but we also want to share with you some scripture about Jesus being our true joy Mm -hmm. and how that totally changes how you do ministry with people, how that changes the way that you're disappointed when somebody does fail you and all of that good stuff. Yeah.
1: So we just kind of felt like this was a subject that we really needed to go over with y'all because this is definitely a subject that me and Lily have dealt a lot with and not saying that we're experts or anything because we're not and it still happens to us. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's really any way that you can fix it necessarily, Mm -hmm. but me and Lily have gone through this tons of different times and it is hard because in the first place, you're discipling this person, and it's kind of against our nature to care about other people, Mm -hmm. kind of. Mm -hmm. When you're new in Christ, then yes, you want everyone to know Jesus. You are um, just taking after his heart, Mm -hmm. but um, our natural human nature is to just be selfish, worry about ourself, and then worry about other people. Right. With discipleship, It's you are Mm -hmm. on the sidelines and you're only worrying about this person. Mm -hmm. And so that is such a hard thing because like Lily said, either one day you're just like, literally dragging yourself through the day, Mm -hmm. trying to handle Mm -hmm. this person's issues, trying to handle your own issues. Mm -hmm. Um, But then there's those other days where you hang all your hopes on this person and you're just like, we are going to see a victory Mm -hmm. really (laughs) soon and it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. And then they fail you. Mm -hmm. And I personally, that is the worst Mm -hmm. because you just get so so excited and right. it's not wrong to get excited, it's good to get excited. Um, mm-hmm. especially when you do feel like you're gonna uh have a breakthrough mm-hmm. or you're gonna make some progress with this person. But then it's so hard when the person that you're discipling doesn't want it as much as you do.
0: Right. Well and for me I think part of my issue has always been that I try and find my joy from them. So like the yeah. joy that I'm supposed to be getting from Jesus and my satisfaction and all of that I try to find in that person that I'm working with. So Mm kind of like you said, seeing them make progress or say something that you told them or seeing them do something that is totally of Jesus and that you know that they would not do that on their own. Seeing them do those things, it really gets you excited yeah, and it fuels your spiritual life. Mm-hmm. So when I'm pouring into somebody and they do something right, it really encourages me then in my faith to live it out and to keep pouring into them because you think, okay, they have finally got it. Like we're finally, mm-hmm. we're coming past the line of, you know, victory and here we are and you're doing what you're supposed to do and you think that they have it and they're just so excited about it and you're excited and then it's like, woo, you know, <laughs> but then, As you pour into them and you spend time with them, pretty soon we just expect them to make us feel excited about Jesus, and we expect them to tell us these great stories of how they're living for Him, and Mm -hmm. you're just like, great job, you know, keep going, and and that makes you want to persevere, but people will always fail us. Yeah. And I know that that is so hard to come to terms with, especially in ministry, because it's about people. Ministry is always about people. Mm -hmm. It has never been about a building. It has never been about the welcome center. It has never been about the bulletins that we hand out or the songs we sing or the sermons that are preached. It is about people. Mm -hmm. And when we know that they're going to fail us, it makes you like, well, then what's the point? Yeah. Like, what, why can I not make some progress? Is there not one person that is going to be faithful and love Jesus and see it through all the time? You know, like, my personality is kind of that way. Like, I will never, ever, like, have a success story. <laughs> not exactly I'm just where kidding. I going, <laughs> but I will never, ever, like, if I'm the person who is, um, trying to help you or pour into you, like, I am always going to be there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I don't care if it's in the middle of the night. I don't care if I need to FaceTime when it's so inconvenient for me. Um, whatever. Like, I don't care if it's embarrassing. Like, that's just my personality mm-hmm. because I love people so much and I want to see them get this Jesus thing. And if that means, hey, I have to be, uncomfortable doing it or it's inconvenient for me or it's embarrassing or whatever, I'm willing to do that because that's where my heart is. Mm -hmm. And obviously... I hope that if you're trying to do ministry with someone or you're trying to live it out yourself, maybe you're the person being discipled. You know, it can be hard to show up all the time. Yeah. It can be super, super hard to look at somebody and go, yep, I will be here 100% every single day, whenever you need me. Like, I don't care. That can be really hard. Yeah. Because like you said, that's not a part of our nature, but joy comes from Jesus. And so as people in ministry or people just out trying to share the gospel whether you're like I don't care you don't have to have a podcast you don't have to have a blog you don't have to be a pastor or have a book or whatever like that doesn't matter you could be the person going into the grocery store talking to people praying for people around you at work or wherever it may be in your everyday life like that's ministry that's what we're talking about Mm -hmm. and it can be super disappointing sometimes. But I want you to remember that joy comes from Jesus because so often we find our joy and our contentment and our satisfaction and our pleasure and the list could go on from people Mm -hmm. and they're going to fail us and so when they do fail you oftentimes we take that super personally and we're like oh man what did i mess up what did i like what could i have done that would have made this better or the outcome successful or whatever and it can be super super damaging to our own faith so we found this verse Mm -hmm. and it is from john 16
1: verse 22, and it says, so with you, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take away your joy. Mm. Specifically, for a second, I just want to focus on that beginning line. Yeah. Now is your time of grief. Mm-hmm. It is okay to be right. disappointed when Absolutely. that relationship, uh, with you, the person that you're discipling, the person that you're pouring into, it's okay to grieve a little bit mm-hmm. when that doesn't go how you planned. Absolutely. Um, not being super possessive. And mm-hmm. when one thing, like when this person doesn't follow the script of the conversation mm-hmm. that you had laid out in your head, right. then you just get so depressed and right. blah, blah, blah. Not that kind of grief. Mm -hmm. It's when you are just so extremely disappointed that they don't really get Jesus. Mm -hmm. They don't really get... What this is all about. Mm -hmm. And that is why people fail you. Mm -hmm. That is why we fail other people. It's Mm -hmm. because we don't truly understand how Jesus is working in that relationship, what Jesus really did for us on the cross. That Mm -hmm. affects everything that we do when we understand that. Mm -hmm. And that so often is why those discipleship relationships are really hard because you're pouring into this person, trying to teach them. Uh, the significance of the cross, and they don't get it like you do. Yeah. Right now, because you have already been poured into, right. and they haven't.
0: Right. Well, for me, it's like the spiritual grief. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like he's talking about in that verse. Like when we imagine grief, we think of tears and yeah. oh my goodness, and oh it's just terrible and all this stuff. But he, what he's talking about is a spiritual grief, and spiritual grief is so difficult to. I feel like explain, I Mm -hmm. guess, because you have to do ministry and like experience it for yourself. But it is probably one of the worst things in ministry um, that you have to deal with is spiritual grief. Because when they're, like you said, not getting Jesus, when they're not understanding and they're this close, like they're just so Mm -hmm. close to understanding what Jesus has for them and walking in what he has for them and all this stuff. When they turn away from that and they don't, uh, maybe they make a couple wrong choices or they're starting to get back into their worldly way of things or Mm -hmm. whatever, their temptations, when they get back into that, it is super, super upsetting. And there's just that grief that you're so close Mm
1: -hmm. to
0: finding the ultimate satisfaction. And when you understand that for yourself as the person who's discipling or doing ministry or whatever that grieves you so much Mm -hmm. because you see how close they are. You understand that they are okay with Mm -hmm. worldly stuff and that they would rather have that than eternity. They would rather spend their time living for that than for the things of God. And that, oh my goodness, like the grief in that Mm -hmm. is awful. And I've had to do that with so many people. And you see, like, just recently, um, a person that we poured into for a while now, um, a few months now, he actually kind of turned away went back to some temptation things and just all that and uh, I noticed that he had changed his Instagram stuff so his Instagram profile what he had said he changed his profile picture he deleted a bunch of posts and posts being like his testimony and how God Mm -hmm. was changing him and all this stuff and when I saw that like there is this spiritual grief that you feel. And I've seen that more than once in ministry of when people, especially young people and dealing with teenagers and stuff, you kind of just, I don't know this is what they choose to do. They change their social media and how they are um, coming off to people and how they represent mm-hmm. themselves and just their identity and stuff kind of changes in their social media, um, world, you know, and their pages and stuff. And I've been through that before. So when I saw him do it, I'm just like, Oh Lord, why, you know, why does this have to happen? But there's a time like that verse says to have the grief. But then, uh, the last part of that says that it's coming, you know, Mm -hmm. like just wait, it's coming. You're experiencing this now that is okay it's okay to feel that spiritual grief. And I think that that's what I needed people to tell me was that it is okay to be disappointed. It's okay to be frustrated sometimes, not angry, not Mm -hmm. mad at the person. That's not okay, obviously, because that's not the love of Jesus and sticking it out with them, even if they make wrong choices or whatever. But I wish I would have had people around me say, it's okay to feel that spiritual grief. Mm -hmm. It's okay to mourn that kind of loss, you know, uh, I don't know what else to say. Like, it's just, it's a loss that you feel. And that is super hard to cope with. And, um, but it's okay. It's normal. Jesus experienced that. Like, uh, we were just reading in Sunday school the other day. Um, we were reading, I think it was in Luke. I can't remember what chapter, but when Jesus healed the people with serious skin diseases and stuff. And only one of them came back to thank him. Mm -hmm. And he said, wait, there was 10, I think it was right, that were healed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where are the other nine? Like he was the only one that came back to thank Jesus. And so Jesus, even he had this spiritual grief of where are the other nine?
1: Yeah.
0: Why aren't they living it out? Why don't they understand? They're just going like, woohoo, we're healed. Like we don't even think to go back and thank the one who did it for us. Yeah. And that story just touched me in that way of, it's okay to experience that because Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Like, we have so many examples of, you know, uh, I mean, Peter denying Jesus three times. and He just, wept over Jerusalem. Oh my goodness, just all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus experienced that. Yeah. And it's okay for us too as well. Yeah, because that
1: should, that just shows how much you love Jesus, how yeah. much you love that person, but right like lily said don't let that turn into this Mm -hmm. sort of anger this feeling yeah Yeah. bitterness that's a Mm -hmm. really good word for it um which confession time (laughs) uh that often happens to me yeah i am that person who hangs all Mm -hmm. my hopes on it and Mm -hmm. then when it doesn't um happen like i wanted it to or it you know that person just kind of Turns away, isn't in contact anymore. You know, I tend to just be like, "Mm, I'm going to go over there and I'm just going to (laughs) like tell them to pull themselves together. Like, come on, people. But don't do that.
0: Yeah, don't do that. We're not advising that.
1: But that is definitely something that I've had to work on is not (laughs) being totally angry at the person, but feeling that sadness. Mm -hmm. Because that is okay to feel sadness don't feel anger like don't, i do don't be angry. um yeah. but you know like lily said jesus felt that too and that was perfectly okay you know it is good to mourn over things that means that you know mm-hmm. that it is important right and that it is important for that person to get this Jesus thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's okay to mourn over that, mm-hmm. but it also says, um, no one will take away your joy. Mm-hmm. So we did a Bible study. Well, Lily did a Bible study lesson about this a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, in our Bible study group. And she used the example of, you can be grieving, but you've still got that joy in your salvation you've still got that joy in the lord you Mm -hmm. know that he is going to pull through even if no one else does Mm -hmm. and that is just something that we definitely need to cling to Mm -hmm. is that i've still got jesus he's still here Mm -hmm. he's probably the only one who hasn't left yet Mm -hmm. but that's okay because Mm -hmm. that teaches you to have this whole new trust this Mm -hmm. whole new reliance on him and that is sometimes why we experience this stuff Mm -hmm. we live in a fallen world where people don't always come through but it is also to teach us that Jesus is the only Mm -hmm. thing that we really need Mm -hmm. it's good to disciple people it's good to have those relationships but Jesus is the only one that we need to hang our hopes on
0: absolutely yeah I, I saw this quote the other day and I wish I could remember who it was by but I can't And it said something like, you know, Jesus allows us to experience the frailty of human love so that we can really understand the strength of his. Mm -hmm. And that stuck with me because the frailty of human love, like it's not strong. It's not, it's temporary. And a lot of times it's fleeting, but Jesus, his love is strong and it doesn't leave in the midst of trial or, um, you know, just the things that go on in life. Like he doesn't just leave, you know, mm-hmm. he doesn't just say, Hey, I've got more important things to do. You know what? Like, you know, that's too much. He doesn't do that. And his love is always with us. And it kind of takes me back to, I would say about a year ago. Now there was this girl that Maddie and I did ministry with day in and day out. I mm-hmm. mean, like, all the time, and what, for, oh, a good year, probably? Yeah, About it was, a year. it was, like, a
1: solid year that we were totally, totally just, in. like, completely yeah. doing mm-hmm. ministry with her, but we had done a couple things together before that, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, a consistent,
0: Yeah. It wasn't serious ministry or anything. And so, I mean, this girl became part of the family meals together. I'm talking, Hey, just come hang out. Like talking all the time, FaceTiming, texting, just back and forth with Bible study things. And, and just talking with each other about hard stuff like this, like ministry and being Mm -hmm. disappointed and all this stuff. And she was really into it and just part of the family and so awesome. And Uh, went on all of our ministry trips together, outreaches, all this stuff, sharing the gospel. I mean, everything, everything Mm -hmm. is a family. She could have been like a biological sister to us, you know, like uh, she basically lived here. And it was awesome because for me, seeing somebody that wanted to do that and who didn't leave after like the first two months was a huge thing for me. It really strengthened my faith. It gave me hope that People could do this and that people wanted it. And guess what? She left after like a year. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, like it tore me up. I was a disaster. I was so discouraged about doing ministry. I couldn't understand why I just spent a whole year, uh, day in and day out with her. Like, you know, all this stuff. And it wasn't because, oh my goodness, I don't love you anymore. or, You know, the friendship or, you know, no, there was none of that. It was not. It just felt like time wasted. Yeah. And it was just super hard for me to understand why the Lord would allow me to do that when you just walk out you Mm -hmm. know, and you don't want anything to do anymore. You don't want to communicate. You don't want to talk. You don't want anything. And that was so hard for me. And I think I'm still trying to figure everything out of just, okay, Lord, learning, because I mean, if I'm being honest here, I think I did put a lot of my joy and doing ministry and being excited about it and passionate. I put a lot of that on her. Mm -hmm. I put a lot of that on, okay, if she comes, it's going to be a good time. This is our success story. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And when that fell through and that didn't end up happening, it was really discouraging for me. Yeah. And it really tore me up and made me question a lot of things about what I was doing in ministry, what I was really in it for. Mm -hmm. What I was investing myself into, was it just people and looking for their excitement and their, you know what I'm saying? Finding Uh, your satisfaction. Yeah. In in her, you know? And was I doing that or was it really about Jesus? And she was just there to be a sister in Christ that encouraged me, not was my joy. Mm -hmm. Like there's a difference between them encouraging you in your faith and pushing you to do hard things and all this stuff. And actually being your joy in life Mm -hmm. and your reason for doing ministry. There's a huge difference in that. And I think that that is what the Lord was trying to teach me, um, through that experience is that she is not your joy she does not save you she does not like she she fails Mm -hmm. and you do too like i'm same way you know like Mm -hmm. i'm sure that i have failed people i'm sure that i have you know uh hurt people along the way and all this stuff do i want to no it's just it's life and does it mean that you are going out like oh hey you know yeah i failed you it is what it is like no Um, obviously there needs to be some repentance in that, Mm -hmm. um, and all of that stuff, like, there needs to be repentance, 100%, um, because that's what mends those friendships and allows you to really see, the Lord and how he's working. And it just kind of teaches you a whole bunch of different things. But as we wrap up, let's go to first Peter chapter one. I want to close with this because this verse just gives me so much hope in ministry. Um, And I go back to it a lot and reread it and reread it and reread it because there's so much truth in this. And this is where we need to be focused in the area of ministry and looking at people and loving them. So it's 1 Peter chapter 1, and I'm going to read verses 8 and 9. It says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though not seeing him now, you believe in him. And you rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy, because you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. And I love this one because we get to rejoice in what Jesus has done for us. Mm -hmm. Not for everybody else. Is it great to be glad when somebody comes to the Lord and share the gospel and all that stuff? Yes, that's what I live for. Mm -hmm. But my joy needs to be found in my salvation. What Jesus has done for me personally, my sins that he took away and him walking with me every day. That's what keeps me going. Mm -hmm. That's what allows me to do ministry and not be burned out by it or not feel like a failure or any of that. That is what keeps me going. Jesus and his word and who he says that I am and the joy that he gives me every single day, no matter the circumstances, no matter the people around me or what they're doing or the trials that I'm walking through, it doesn't matter because I have my joy in Jesus. It's okay to feel that grief, but the joy that Jesus gives us, like, that changes everything. It changes how you do anything with people. Because when you learn to love him above everyone else, then he'll teach you how to love others.
1: All right, so as usual, we're going to end in prayer. So if you would pray with me. Lord, we just thank you for this day. Thank you for this episode. Um, I thank you for the ways that you teach us to trust you more. Mm-hmm. And I thank you that we can have that joy in you and not in people because we do know that people are just um, going to fail us and that's just part of life. But I pray that you are always right by our side, that you are that strength that we can lean on. And I pray that we would mourn over those discipleship uh things that don't go that great i pray that we would mourn over that Mm -hmm. but i pray that we would still have that joy in the midst of our mourning and that we would continue to just focus on you
0: in jesus name amen amen all right thank you guys so much for joining us for another podcast episode here we are again over yeah (laughs) a little over our time here but that's okay we hope that this episode was exactly what you needed to hear Mm -hmm. For some reason, I know that somebody's out there who needed to hear this, who needed to just know this, that it is okay to feel that spiritual grief sometimes. But your hope, you can be rooted in that, and you don't have to waver in who you are in Christ and what he gives you. So thank you for joining us, and we will see you all next time. Bye, guys. (laughs)